Hello and welcome to Best of the Best. I'm Mark. I'm Andrew. It's episode 75. Today is August 13th, 2000. No, today's the 12th, Mark. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah. August 12th, 2013. It is, we are slowly approaching the warm season here in Los Angeles, yes, Mark. Yes, we passed the hot getting into the warm has it no but has it no 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 it usually goes warm to hot september usually is the hottest month in my mind for for los angeles no it's august august is the hottest yeah i always feel like because i remember working a show a couple years ago where it was like it was like mid-september it was like 110 degrees (laughs) it was uh what What was working like nickels went a lot further back yeah. then uh you could you could walk into a malt shop and mm-hmm. have a have a handful of nickels and you'd be set for you know a couple couple hours you could yeah. just sit there and watch all the girls in the bobby socks feed the juke yeah you know you're listening to uh the big bopper buddy holly mozart I yeah. assume was there's one Mozart in there. <laughs> one Mozart, and the, the owner of the diner got really mad because it was it was like a 17 minute movement. Yeah. So you really got you really got the you got the, the, you the got length the of your nickel for that. Yeah. So he it, it, every time it would come on, he'd get so angry, just so angry. But that's what that's what it was like working back in back in the day, back in those days. But it was like 110 degrees in September a couple years ago. Yeah, we have hot days. I don't know. October generally it starts to cool down. Like I remember in I mean this was in Victorville, not in LA, but in I remember Halloween's I would frequently be forced to wear a sweater over my over my Batman costume. Mm-hmm. The, the the plastic smock that had the word Batman on yeah. it. <laughs> Andrew, I have some very exciting news. Yeah. Hit us with it. There's a movie coming out. This winter. This winter. Yes. Yeah. Let me pitch it to you. Got it. World War Two. WW2. 1942. 1945. The Nazis are rolling all over Europe. Yeah. Nazi mania running wild. They're breaking things. Mm-hmm. They're killing people. Yeah. They're burning priceless artifacts. Yes. One team mm-hmm. is put together mm. to save those priceless artifacts. Mm-hmm. This is a true story. Got and it. This film is telling the story of these people. Now, let me tell you who is in this team. Mm. George Clooney. George Clooney. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Jean Dujardin. Uh, he was from in the artist. Green Card, right? Uh, That's ch- Drop Dead Fred. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, John Goodman. John Goodman, the good man. And here's... Here's the guy that really makes this team happen. It really makes me care about this movie. Mm-hmm. Bill Murray. Oh, my God. Bill Murray killing Nazis. It's like a Coen Brother movie meets a Tarantino movie. Isn't this... How is this movie not going to be perfect? This movie is going to be incredible. Now, I saw the trailer, and it's wall-to-wall Clooney and Damon, but... No, those are not your moneymakers. You, you see Bill Murray... Bill Murray is in, like, two shots, kind of in... He's, like, in the boat, hanging out, and mm-hmm. you're like put that guy front and center <laughs> say something this is the movie <laughs> this is the man is this a coen brother movie no it's called the monument man i think it's i think it's a george clooney movie actually i think he's directing it, it sounds incredible it sounds like bill it sounds Murray. like every everything i everything dreamed I've of when is this wanted. coming out i think it's i think it's christmas i think it's a i christmas hope it's release. tomorrow oh they're gonna make my christmas very tough because i want to see that tom hanks movie saving mr banks yeah Andrew, we Mary Poppins. Do you have any? Isn't about the kids. Do you have any news? It's about the father. <sighs> do you have any news? Because we got to get going. We yeah, do I do this. have news. Okay, tell me your news. I was at um, I was at the ArcLight yesterday. They're gonna start charging for the ArcLight membership. They are. I saw $15 that. Fifteen dollars annually. Yeah. What do you think of that? It's pretty bullshit because I've been an ArcLight member for probably twelve years, maybe more. I don't know. Ever since they came out. Yeah. Probably and 10 years. Now you have to pay for the privilege of giving them money. Yes. Yeah. And it was great to be an Arclight member because I got free food a lot. Mm-hmm. I got a dollar off tickets when I ordered online. Um, 
I mean, I guess... I guess those were all the perks, really. The understanding is that you will make that money back, right? Because if you see 15 movies, you would make that money back. I will probably make that money back. Yeah, but your standard jerk but probably won't go see 15 movies at the Arclight Theater in a year. Yeah. Probably not. Probably not. I don't think I've seen that many in, in the theater. But I think the points... The point system is different, too, which is frustrating because... I would get like a free hot dog every f- four movies, I think. Mm-hmm. And now I don't think you're going to get that free hot dog until like every every 10 movies, which means I might get one free hot dog during the year. Just but go to go to Costco ahead of time. At that point. Stick them in your pocket. At that point, yeah. Yeah. That's what you see. Uh, Despicable Me 2. How is that? What a fucking mess of a movie that is. I heard. The first one was actually smart and funny and had an edge. Mm-hmm. This one is just fucking garbage. Yeah. I don't understand it. I don't... It's a franchise that I was walked away really disappointed from. And um, saw the trailer for the Lego movie. That looks cute. It's got it, Chris pa- Pratt. Chris Pratt, uh, Morgan Freeman, a bunch of other people. Then I saw... Uh, the movie that uh, I feel like I pitched, Free Birds. It's about turkeys that go back yes. in time yes. <laughs> to uh, stop the first Thanksgiving. Yeah. Now, my, my movie that I pitched was a wild road movie mm-hmm. that involved the turkey that was pardoned by the president. Yeah. This one, apparently, they go they take a time machine voiced by George Takei. George Takei is the time machine? Yeah. The time is right, man. Yeah. The it's time all, is right. The stars are coming together, man. Uh, but um, we're talking best of the best, though, Mark. It is episode yes. seventy-five. It, it is a. It's it's um, important to note that we are fast and furiously approaching our first to five hundred victory. My first to five hundred victory, Mark. It is very close. Neck and neck is this race. Back and forth we go. Yes. Episode seventy-five, Mark. We are talking about summer replacements yes we are now for those of you just tuning in best of the best is your only internet debate podcast mark and i will be discussing at most three topics Mm -hmm. under the banner of summer replacements and the winner of today's episode will receive a 25 dollar wendy's gift card they have those new pretzel they have those yeah pretzel buns it's it's i'd try it it's too much it's too much mark I don't, it's too much. I, I feel like since we've been pushing Wendy's, mm-hmm. I have, the, maybe it's just that I'm noticing more, but I think Wendy's has really upped their, up their game. Yeah. They got the fresh uh, salads and uh, the lemonades mm-hmm. and the coffee. Mm-hmm. And now these pretzel buns. These I th- pretzel bun things? I feel it's too much, Mark. It, the pretzel bun is too much. I, I don't support it. I'm not going to support that. I'm just, I'm, I'm telling you right now, not going to support it. If I won best of the best mm-hmm. right now, mm-hmm. I would buy that with my $25 gift card. You'd be, you'd be wasting money, Mark. You'd be throwing that mm-hmm. beautiful prize away. No matter what I eat, it's going to taste like victory. Mm-mm. No, it's going it's to be It's going to taste like gross pretzel when you really want that good. Do you not like pretzels? I just It's, it's too much bread, Mark. It's like, why would I take a pretzel and like wrap it around a, like a burger or a hot dog or something because it's delicious the, the pretzel is delicious the hot dog is delicious you put the two together uh-uh no I not disagree. delicious i disagree not delicious Mark. well i'm sure we'll be debating this very soon next week probably best pretzel based bun <laughs> at a fast food restaurant andrew says none none zero there's no answer not not there's no best of yeah and mark the other the other prize this is a good one this is a good one, Mark. You will receive $15 in Zimbabwean money. 15 If you took it to a bank and converted it, it would come out to 15 USD? Or? No. No. $15 currency of... Whatever Zimbabwe has? The Zimbabwean dollar. Do you know what they have? Rampant inflation. No. <laughs> so $15. Not going to get you far. Not, uh, I don't even think would cover, a, wouldn't even equal a cent at this point. Yeah. I believe I believe people um, can get a hold of like million dollar Zimbabwean bills. Well, maybe maybe that's like you'd frame it. Maybe you just end up framing the $15 mm-hmm. in Zimbabwe. You know, it's, like a, it's like a first paycheck mm-hmm. almost. 
but it's 15 Zimbabwean dollars. I, I'm, I'm curious to find out who's on those bills because it's like, um, it's like when they used to sell those coins that um, would have like Reagan on them. Yeah. And they'd be like, this is real currency in like the U.S. Virgin Islands. <laughs> so I, I think Zimbabwe could really make a, a, a mint off of putting weird things on their currency and then selling it for inflated prices here in the United States. What do you mean? Like a, you know, like, like a surfboard? No, go, yeah, go nuts. Like, it's like Reagan holding a bald eagle, yeah. like, you know, looking triumphant on like a 10, a 10 Zimbabwean dollar bill. They should put. And then you could sell it for 10 American dollars mm-hmm. and make almost like a, an infinite amount of uh, profit. profit off of it, right? Yeah. They should put, they should put like, uh, like the Republic of Congo. On their on their dollar bill, <laughs> why not? It's all the countries of the world. See if anybody noticed. Yeah. The, the, no, they make their money look suspiciously like ours. Mm. <laughs> hmm. Who do, who doesn't love <laughs> Ben Franklin? All right. Um, but that's yours if you win if you today's win. episode of Best of the Best. Mark it is episode seventy five. Mm-hmm. I'm holding our ceremonial quarter here. It is a Philadelphia. No, I'm sorry. A Denver, nineteen ninety three Denver quarter. Liar. Nothing. It's just a, it's just a coin of lies. A uh, nineteen ninety three Denver quarter. Mark, go ahead and call it in the air. Here we go. Heads. It is heads. Mark, our first category here on best of the best. We're talking about summer replacements. We are talking about the best summer television replacement. Okay. So the best, effectively, the best summer show that came out. Yeah. Took over a time slot. During the summer. During the summer. Kick or receive, Mark? Kick. Kick. Mark, the I, I be- think I know what you're going to say. What do you think I'm going to say? I wish I had a piece of paper. I wish you could write it down. Tell me what I was going to say. I'll be, I'll be honest, so go ahead. Mark, the best summer replacement show, Fox's American Idol really premiering in 2000 mm-hmm. in june mm-hmm. american idol goes on to be one of the biggest franchises for fox effectively pulling it out of like a second place rut mm-hmm. this i don't think it i don't think it's 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 clear to you how important this show was for fox and how much of a dominant force this this entire thing was. Mm-hmm. Like, the ramifications of this show are crazy. And to think that they just rattled this thing off in the mid the middle of the summer to God knows who. Like, they, it, you know, now it gets a prime spot after the Super Bowl. I mm-hmm. mean, there's a lot of to do about it. But to think that it, this just ran. It gave us it the just, movie American Dreams. Gave us the movie from Justin to Kelly. Mm-hmm. Gave us... The, the live tour spun off countless other shows. Albums. Kicked off the careers of Ryan Seacrest, effectively. Simon Cowell relit Paul Abdul's career. Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. Tim McGraw. Trace Adkin. Who's the other? I don't know who's on the, that show now. Um, Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey. Ellen. The Voice. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's like it's crazy to think the ripple effects of this show and that's yeah. why i say it's the best because you have to look at what what the um the history the history of the show was mm-hmm. is that it runs in 2002 it's this little rinky dink thing like again nobody knows who ryan seacrest is there's two hosts it's a weird format it's it's essentially people were saying like oh it's a summer version of star search like yeah okay it's great but like colossal idol in the super bowl effectively carry fox to place first in the ratings every single year yeah and even when fox doesn't have the super bowl idol still manages to carry a lot of the load on its back Mm -hmm. so i say best summer replacement best summer programming that came out because of the effects is american idol and i know you might disagree but that's well, yeah, I disagree. I'm That's the whole you, though, show. It's, like, <laughs> That's the concept of our show. There's enough. There's enough historical merit to show you that this thing. This thing was an explosion. It's an explosion. Mm-hmm. But again, just ran in the summer. Just yeah. This uh, it was an import, a British import. Yeah. And uh, here we are. 
Yeah. Season 13. Great show. USA. How many seasons have you watched? How many seasons have I watched? Yeah. Zero. How many episodes? Uh, I sat in on the live uh, finale once. Oh, really? How was that? It was fun. Yeah. Um, Who won? Uh, I want to see Ruben Stuttered. That sounds right. Yeah. Uh, no, who was there? Rod Stewart, I think, was there. But he didn't win. No, but he performed. Mike but Myers was there. Who won? Who won? Yeah. Oh, the skinny guy? I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. All right. Yeah. Your, Andrew, your pick, best summer replacement. Andrew, what I... What did th- you think I was going to say? You thought I was going to say Third Rock from the Sun, didn't you? No. 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 I thought you were going to say what I'm about to say. <laughs> Third Rock from the Sun? Seinfeld Chronicles. Oh, uh, all right, all right. I got a, I got a way to knock that down. I win. <laughs> no, you don't. I'm going next. <laughs> Andrew, you want to talk about cultural milestones? You want to talk about cultural importance? Mm-hmm. Seinfeld. Seinfeld. This, get, this kicked off the careers of... Well, it didn't kick off the careers, but it made these four people household names. Mm-hmm. This show is so important. How many episodes of this show have you seen? Seinfeld? Yeah. Um, probably half of them. I haven't seen all of them. I'll say that right now. Really? I d- the the those first couple seasons are just way too slow for me. Interesting. It's like my hatred of friends. I there's just certain things I I just I I hate friends. I hate it. I hate friends. You should sit down and watch an episode. I am not watching friends. What if we do a thing where No. I hate I just something about that show. I watch really a show that fucking mad. I watch a show that you don't like, <laughs> that you like. Yeah. And you watch a show that I think is redeemable. Mm-hmm. Does that sound like fun? If Yeah, I guess so. You got to... Uh, what would you make me watch? I don't know. I'd have to figure it out. I'd have to pick, pick something that... It's, it'd probably be professional wrestling. It'd probably be professional wrestling. So I've already done it. Yeah. Oh, no. But like bad professional wrestling. Not just a random episode of Raw. So like the, uh, the, the guy from Smashing Pumpkins, like his league... <laughs> yeah, TNA. Well, yeah. it's TNA. <laughs> I just hate. I hate friends. I hate. We're not talking about. I friends. hate friends. I'm telling friends. you right now, Mark. I hate friends. That's why you don't have any. I hate it, Andrew. The one where I watch it and I get angry because it's so fucking stupid. Remember that episode of Friends? Yeah. Yeah. That's the, that's the title of the episode. It is the title episode. of the episode, Andrew. Yeah. The Seinfeld Chronicles. Seinfeld Chronicles came out as a summer replacement. <clears throat> in 90 90 and it was like in may mm-hmm. and that first episode is really rocky yeah kramer's name is kessler, kessler. yep the show goes away until the next summer if as i recall mm-hmm. and then they run like six more episodes and then it starts to pick up spe- steam mm-hmm. and goes on to become the show that it is i mean we have curb your enthusiasm we have clear history because of seinfeld uh b movie yeah uh i think julia louis sour grapes i forget if i think julia louis dreyfus wasn't in that first one but i think right she no elaine wasn't a character in the pilot they had to add they had to add female characters because they they were just like they need a female character. NBC was like, they need a f- we need a female character. Yeah. Women are half the audience. You need a female character. And, and, and I think... They, and Larry David and Jerry Seinfeld came back and said, okay, but we're not doing like... Well, they won't they. Well, they won't they. That's, they already did it. They, they are a thing and now they're done. Yeah. And she's just a friend that's there. Right. And... It, but I think Julia Louis-Dreyfus had already been on SNL for a season. Yeah, she was in that aborted season that um, got stopped halfway through yeah it was like, like her uh, and anthony, anthony michael, michael hall, hall robert downey jr yeah philip glass was <laughs> did the music for one episode he was the musical guest for one episode <laughs> how weird and francis ford coppola was the guest <laughs> it's said they should to, just do that more it's often. said to be one of the weirdest episodes of, te- of, I bet. of the most surreal experiences <laughs> um all right, so you say Seinfeld Chronicles. Seinfeld Chronicles. Most important, it was one of the few shows... I mean, it, it jumped from summer to primetime. Mm-hmm. It's a show that you... It's still on in syndication. People are clamoring for it to return. It kind of did return with Curb that enthusiasm. Curb Your Enthusiasm. I think... I mean, I, I've, I, I'm really curious to hear what you have to say. Mark, final arguments 
Seinfeld Chronicles is not Seinfeld. It's a precursor, and I will give you that, but it is not the Seinfeld that we know and love. It's completely different. It's it's a different feel. You just don't want to lose. No, I'm telling you right now, have you watched those first couple episodes yeah. of the Seinfeld Chronicles. Yeah, I've watched it. Versus the rest of the show. It's kind of like... He's got like a skylight in his apartment. It's... No, no, no. It's like... Um, I'm, I'm trying to think like what it would... It's essentially saying like that like MASH the movie and MASH the TV show are the same thing when they're not, right? No, it's like saying MASH season one is the same as MASH the final episode but those but like it's, they are very different they're very different but there was a progression there was a there was things changed i feel like and what i love about the summer replacement is a summer replacement that cut its teeth it's like the it's like going from the triple a league mm-hmm. to the big leagues i feel like it's, it's a story of triumph it's too much of a prototype like it's it's the show like it is the show but it's not the show it doesn't have the same punch that like the official season one premiere of Seinfeld is what is the official season one premiere of Seinfeld it is maybe um, I, I I don't think I'm completely wrong but if I as I recall the first episode the Seinfeld Chronicles episode is Jerry's got a girl coming over to stay with him right mm-hmm. and he doesn't know if there's going to be sex involved mm-hmm isn't that the first episode? And the first thing that they're talking about is button placement. Yeah. How is that not a standard Seinfeld episode? Granted, it doesn't have a lane. Kramer's still there, but his character's name is Kessler. Mm-hmm. How is it not? How is it not the same thing? It's a prototype. It's a pilot. Things get tweaked. Things get changed. Mm-hmm. Not only aired, but it only aired once, right? The pilot aired in 89. Yeah, and then the show went away. The show went away for a full year. And then then it came came back back in in the summer again. 1990. Yeah, in the summer again. All right. Look it up. I know. I'm looking at it. You are looking at it. It was a summer replacement, both Seinfeld and Seinfeld Chronicles. Yes. The pilot of the first of 180 episodes was written by blah, 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 blah. Several differences between the rest of the series. It's named Kessler, and he has a dog. Doesn't appear. Main characters Jerry Seinfeld and George Costanza eat at Pete's as opposed to Monk's. Well, that just changes everything right there. Such a minor thing. <laughs> uh, the character of Claire the Waitress was really planned as a regular but dropped and, and replaced by Elaine. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Mark, American Idol. If you say it has America in the name, it should win because of that. <laughs> I'm going to leap across this fucking, fucking... Table. table mark american idol it's hard to it's hard to say it, it it pains me personally to say that it you know what what has i guess the question is what has the bigger impact you always go to this when you've got nothing else no i'm asking you're wrong you, i'm this asking time. you i'm asking you what has the bigger impact american idol or seinfeld 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 changed i mean seinfeld changed the what uh, primetime television was it defined the NBC? No, I'm. I know. I programming agree. Block. I, I agree with you. It launched careers. It I, made people household names. Mm-hmm. It was like it defined water cooler television. But American Idol. You don't. That's eh, wonderful. <laughs> you don't think Idol did that? Afterwards. What do you mean afterwards? Tell me. Tell me about American Idol. American. Tell me about American. If, if if you weren't alive or around in 2004, 2005 for the hysteria over American Idol, like I, I think you tend to forget how big and how powerful and how noteworthy this show was that people went fucking bananas for this show. And it, it's they still do, even though it's fallen off very substantially since it's kind of heyday in the uh, early 2000s. American Idol effectively defined music, popular culture, the Fox brand, reality television, competition, competition shows. Yes, live television. It brought effectively brought back like the kind of live variety competition format. But before, it's not variety; it's music. It's well, people singing, right? But before that, you know, what was there? I mean, Star Search, Star Search, Star Search right? 
but I'm saying reality wise, you had because if you look in the in terms of like so survivors in the early 2000s, yeah, right. So then it's Big Brother after that, yeah, and then American Idol, yes, in terms of the timeline, right. But Idol is such a massive, massive supernova of a show. It is a money making machine. I will give you that. Yes, but as far as creative content. Hilarity, mm-hmm. stuff that is still worth watching. Yeah, rewatchability. Mm-hmm. Seinfeld is the more important show. Seinfeld has enriched so many people's lives. Words have entered the lexicon. You know, spun- phrases, sponge worthy, king of your domain. D- dog. Dog. Kessler. P- pitchy. You too pitchy, dog. Talking about American Idol. Oh God. Uh, that was horrid. I don't know. Simon Cowell, King of Mean. Yeah, I mean, it kicked off British people screaming at Americans on television. Yeah, I think that the, and the I, weakest link. I think the world. I think the world is a worse place for American Idol, and I think that <laughs> um, impact. I'm not talking about yeah because long term because that, because you'll lose. No, I'm. It's a massive show. You have to admit that it is a massive show. Sure, it's a massive show. Massive I've, show. I've watched one episode. It had a really funny moment that always stuck with me mm-hmm. where somebody asked a guy, a guy was really bad, mm-hmm. and somebody asked, have you ever sung before? And he said, no. Well, yeah. I sing at home. Mm-hmm. And one time my dad heard me singing, and he said, I hate you. But it wasn't <laughs> like, I hate you because you're so good. Mm-hmm. It was just, I hate you. I hate you. Just really, just opened up an old wound. And the woman just stared, the interviewer like stares at him and she goes, back to you, Ryan. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that is incredible <laughs> that they aired that. All right. Seinfeld has made the world yeah, a better place. I, I, Rewatchability. I know. I know. I, I'm just trying, I'm, I'm just arguing things that are irrelevant i'm no there i mean it is it, it's relevant i agree with you seinfeld is is the the best summer show the, you know the best programming to come out of the summer it also i completely agree with it you. also but in terms of just just to hedge my bets idol still you have to admit incredibly impactful in terms of our cultural landscape yes it's like, great for idol that it started out strong and has stayed strong Mm-hmm. All of that is wonderful. I find the story of Seinfeld being like the little show that could becoming this comedic NBC, juggernaut. Literally, NBC had nothing else. Like yes. it aired. It and that the crazy thing is, is that if if Seinfeld had aired today and done the numbers that it did then comparatively, we wouldn't have it. It wouldn't yeah. exist because yeah. it it aired during the summer, and they were just like, all right, and it didn't do very well comparatively. No. And then uh, NBC had Cheers, mm-hmm. and Cheers was ending, and um, that was it. Like Frasier was Cosby, coming. Frasier was in, in, like in the distance, and then they had the Cosby Show, which was also getting a little long in the tooth as well. Yeah. So when Seinfeld came along, they just literally had nothing fucking else, and Larry David and Seinfeld were willing to walk away, so they didn't give a fuck. So that's why you got. Episodes like the Chinese restaurant and the parking garage yeah. where it's it, just them it's talking just, and nothing this happens. This huge break from um, the standard sitcom fare to the point where like directors and showrunners were just driven mad because yeah. they would go back and they'd say, what the fuck is this? Why are we, we are literally in this room for an, a half hour. Yeah. Yeah. And they're just going to sit there and just talk about fucking God knows what. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, fine, fuck it, I quit. Like they, yeah. they, they went through a lot of directors because of that too. But uh, no, I agree with you. Seinfeld is a it's cultural touchstone. Yeah. But Idol is up. Idol, in terms of what it brought to the summer and what the cultural impact is, I, I don't watch Idol. This is no. coming from a person who doesn't watch Idol but knows the influence of it. Yes. Mark, we're gonna move on. Our second topic here: summer replacements. Are you, are you steeping coffee over there? What's that noise? That's the compressor. Uh, on no, my... yeah, no, you're fine. Um, Mark, the second topic here on Best of the Best, episode 75, talking about summer replacements. We're talking about the best summer job. Best summer jobs. Best summer job. I get to go first. I went to first, and I first run. You go first. I think around Mark, the best summer job. Andrew, the best summer job for like, like I've never had one. I was going to ask, how many summer jobs have you had? One. I'm not really allowed to 
talk about it. <laughs> it's, it's in production, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, it, and that just happens to be a job that you had during the summer. It's during not the summer. Officially it's not really a summer, summer job. job. All right. All right, what's the best summer job then? Andrew, this is a summer job that I didn't get, but I like to tell the story. Yeah. Uh, there was a little, like, co- there was a, near my house growing up, there was, I lived at the top of this, like, dirt mound, and at the bottom of the dirt mound... <laughs> You're the king of dirt. Yes. At the bottom mm-hmm. of the dirt mound, there was a, like, gas station, liquor store, deli thing. Mm-hmm. And I was a kid, and I wanted money, and I liked to cook, and I went in, and I saw that they needed a sandwich maker. So I went in, and I was like, I, I'd do that. I'm I'm I'm, I'm a, a sandwich maker. <laughs> I I'm making sandwich. I make a sandwich. And then the guy said, "All right, make a sandwich." <laughs> so I like dusted myself off. Yeah. And I made a I made a very simple like ham sandwich. And then he bit into it, and he said, <laughs> "He said I'll give you a call." Mm-hmm. And then I left, and he never called me again. <laughs> and they never hired like another sandwich maker at mm-hmm. the sandwich shop. I think the guy just wanted to see if he could make people make <laughs> sandwiches for him. So did they did they serve sandwiches then, or was it just like perpetually like there's a deli but no one behind the counter? I've been there and I saw somebody behind the counter once, mm-hmm. but like yeah, usually it's like wrapped like sandwiches that I think they buy from somewhere else, but maybe they were trying to have a grand experiment to see if they could have a sandwich maker in house. Mm-hmm. And I just made this guy a sandwich. And then when, as I left, it took like days later for 16 year old me to go. I think that guy just I wanted to see if he could get people to make him sandwiches. He wanted it exactly at 1230. Yeah. It happened at 1230. Exactly. At lunchtime <laughs> said, you know how to make coffee? <laughs> yeah, I can make coffee. Make me a cup of coffee. I'm to make that <laughs> cup of coffee. And I wonder now, like, that guy probably wasn't the owner. No, he was probably just, just working the guy. counter. <laughs> it's you come in, you get to your cardboard suitcase. Yeah. Just fresh off the turn. Ready to truck. work, sir. You want to make sandwiches, huh? Yeah, why don't you make me a fucking uh, sandwich? <laughs> why don't you make a sandwich? You got it. Uh, you got it, chief. Is, you're like, can I use this? He's like, yeah, fuck it, oh, man. Yeah. I'm going to put Pringles on it. <laughs> Go <Sure>. nuts. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Why don't you throw a lotto ticket in there, too? <laughs> yeah, get back behind the counter. Just go through whatever's yeah, go, back go, here. Go ahead, kid. Yeah. He's standing in, like, I look around, and I realize it's the only, sh- he, where he's standing is the only place where the cameras can't see him. <laughs> <laughs> then leave it outside. Leave it outside. Yeah. 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 Why don't you fill up six, too? <laughs> Here's my keys. Bring my charger around. Uh, Pump your gas, sir? No problem. So you say sandwich maker is the best summer job? If, if I didn't get that job, I think it would have been a great summer job because I would have been paid minimum wage yeah. as a 16-year-old to make one guy a sandwich for lunch, conceivably. <laughs> yeah, because who's coming in there? To, who's coming into a fucking gas station and wanting a sandwich? Wanting a deli sandwich, yeah. Yeah. It's like uh, you got that, uh, what is that, boar's head? No, you just... No just a it's actually a like a concentrate we just add water to it and then it becomes ham i could give you a, yeah we have ham water <laughs> we have dehydrated uh, ham water just looking over uh you got uh what do you got uh, ciabatta bread uh no we got we got white white uh i got uh, i got a gluten thing you guys got gluten free i got a i got a pillsbury croissant unopened oh i could open that up oh it's gonna be raw you don't have an oven back there Got uh No. I'm a very discerning gas station sandwich <laughs> consumer. I don't know if I'll be eating at this establishment. At this establishment. Mark, uh my uh the best summer job that I've ever had. You actually I've had, got this. I've one. had several summer jobs actually. You've you've worked a lot more than I've I have. I've worked at a lot of fucking places. Mark, the best summer job I've ever had is working at a movie theater. <sighs> being a movie theater usher i always wanted to work at a movie theater now i'm not talking about your arc lights i'm not talking about your landmarks where you gotta fucking actually do stuff are you talking about my downtown independence no i'm not talking about the newer i'm not talking about the new bev i'm not talking about the silent movie theater 
I am talking about like a Regal Seventeen, the, the shitty two dollar. Oh, the UA awful theater that shows second runs mm-hmm. out there in Spring Meadows. Yeah, it's it was a National Amusements. Ooh, and let me tell you, <laughs> this fucking job was first of all incredibly easy. Yeah, tearing tickets and just incredibly mind-numbing at the same time but like you got every single movie you ever wanted to see right at your fingertips like yeah you you could see cabin boy the uh <laughs> yes you just go through the reels i think i assume they hold on to all the reels <laughs> yeah um you got to, the perks were it was minimum wage mm-hmm. straight de- straight up and down but the perks were is that you could call to any of the theaters and get comped tickets oh for um, the second runs, which you wouldn't want to see anyway, because you already you're, saw them. I have seen the last five minutes of Crash maybe forty-five times. Ludacris shows up in mm-hmm. a van. Yeah, it starts snowing. It's and he like starts banging on the door, and he opens it up, and he lets out all of these Asian men. Yeah, and he says uh, something. He says something really stereotypical. He's like, "No Mushu guy pan here," and he kicks them out. And then he gets back in the van, and then it's a big pullout, and it starts snowing onto Los yeah. Angeles. I have seen that last five minutes of that movie forty, like, because th- you'd have to go and sit and wait in that theater to go clean it. Yeah. As soon as they were done, because it was the second run, there's maybe like ten people in there at a time. So you're just like, get the fuck out! I have to clean all like people like fucking change babies in there and leave yeah. dirty diapers and shit. Literally. Um, literally. I like to imagine. You hated you hated seeing Crash all those times, but there was one time when maybe something about the day, something about having seen it so many times, <laughs> him true. screaming "No Mushu Guy Pan" just made you like tear up just a little bit. Like, oh, You're like, he's right. Racism is so he's bad. so right. I just I hate racism. There um, is no Mushu Guy Pan. Uh, and but the the other thing was though is that half at a certain point half the theater was second run movies and then the other half was the adult cinema tech oh. which meant that they could charge eight dollars for first run art films yeah so brick uh, uh brick uh, i worked there in like 2005 so we're talking I'm trying to figure out march of the penguins yes um uh, uh the aristocrats oh um i'm trying to think of the other big ones that uh, uh prairie home companion yeah so that's so that was on one side and that was on sideways. The, uh, yeah, I think at some point sideways uh, probably came through there. Spanglish. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, it was, so if you drew, that was the other thing too. Is it, it was like a T-shaped building. So you'd yeah. walk into the main lobby and then the uh, second run uh, garbage films were on the right, yeah. and then the cinematheque was on the left. And that. if you were the if you were the usher tearing tickets on the left, a lot of times you didn't do shit. Because everyone was like, I need to see, uh, um, anytime we would get like an animated film like Ice Age yeah, or taking their kids. like fucking kids or like, um, See No Evil. Remember that, that movie with, uh, Kane? Like it was a, it was yes. like a horror film. Yes. WWE superstar Kane. Andrew, would you? See No Evil or Sin City was on that side. Would they, you, uh, would you profile? We talked about Crash, but would you see somebody walking towards the theater and be like, and guess which one they were per- going to see? This person's going. To, this person's going to the right. <laughs> yes, very much so. But I, if you saw me, you would know. Uh, art house, fucking art house. Keep walking. Yeah. Keep fucking walking. Uh, no, at one point we had an older couple that went into the, these 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 people had to be in their eighties. Older couple that went in to go see a screening of the Honeymooners. Starring Cedric the Entertainer. Did, did you stop them and say? I don't think they knew what they were getting you know. into because ten minutes later they came back and asked for their two dollars. <laughs> uh, did you say that's not our policy? But I'm gonna look the other way. <laughs> I, I opened up my wallet. Yeah. Uh, or um, an older and uh, uh, like this woman went in to go see Sin. I don't. I didn't understand why people like every screening of sin city had at least one person that left and was offended and wanted their money back. And I didn't, didn't understand it. It's visually very different and, and it's incredibly, incredibly violent. violent. And like, I don't understand like where in the marketing you would think that it wasn't this. Cause it was pretty upfront. It wasn't like they were hiding it behind something. No, you, you see a poster or an advertisement and you're like, Oh, it's Bruce Willis with a gun. Okay. 
Yeah. But then Bruce Willis is in the first 10 minutes, and then he's not in the movie again until the last 30. Yeah. I think that upset people. I, I didn't realize this until a couple of, like a year ago, but there are people who, and probably the vast majority of Americans, like going to the movies is just a thing. Like you'll be like, I'm going to go to the movies. I don't know what I'm going to see. That's insane. Why would you do that? I know that? it is. Just, you just go and you're like, oh, all right. I guess I'm, on, I guess I'm see seeing it. the constant gardener. Yeah. Over oh. on the left side. <laughs> Keep fucking walking. And like there's people who just see a poster and like, oh, Bruce Willis. I will see a movie with Bruce Willis. I don't know anything about it. Uh, I, I don't that's... know that like people's eyeballs get ripped out. <laughs> I don't know that people get cut in half and that there's a. Yeah, that's, it's all about whores. Yeah, that that shot where Mar- it might have just been an Alexis Bledel fan. <laughs> when you really think about it, Marv like, is coming through the the hallway and he's got this hatchet and he yeah. just bashes this one guy. It splits his helmet and then there's this reaction shot yeah. of this guy. That frame cracks me up every time. Um, but movie usher movie best usher. summer job because you get to see all the movies. You're in air conditioning mm-hmm. and if you work the shitty theater I worked at. Yeah, Not a lot of hard work. In fact, to the point where they gave you a sweater vest, didn't button separately. <laughs> they were all sewn shut. Sewn in. Yeah. Same thing with the pants. No pockets on the pants. It's always on. Yeah. And Andrew. then you'd have to go and climb a, a big fucking sign. We got hazard pay for that, which is like a buck extra. Nice. We'd have to go change the... This will cover it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'd have to go change the marquees. And then I was like... So they were these huge marquees, and they're not electronic. Like, you'd have to physically go up with these letters, yeah. these plastic letters. And they were like, um, it was like a music sheet almost mm-hmm. up there. So you'd have they'd have these, like, clips in the back, and you'd have to, like, bash yeah. these clips to put these letters up. And all the letters were already broken because mm-hmm. people would just chuck them, like, off the sign because, you know, fuck it. And then the, the best part was they gave you they would give you a harness because you have to climb a ladder. Yeah. And the guy I would always work with, he's like, uh... They get mad if they drive by and they don't see with the harness on, but like nobody ever took the time to attach the harness to anything. Yeah. So you'd like throw the harness on, you climb the ladder, but it's like <laughs> fall off the ladder. It's not. You'd be a dead man doesn't with the harness. On. <laughs> Wonderful theater. Uh, Andrew. Final, final arguments. Final arguments. Sandwich maker. It sounds like a fucking rotten summer job. I guess it would have been. It sounds like the summer job that you would look back on and say to yourself. Man, I'm glad I don't have to do that anymore. I'm glad I don't have to make... But you would go back to the National Theater? If not at minimum wage, obviously I have commitments now, but as a 16-year-old fucking asshole, yeah, like a good high school summer job or like a good college summer job to just, you know, you show up, you do your... You you work from like 5 to 10. Yeah. You get paid, and then you get to see movies, whatever you want. You're you're with your parents anyway, so like, you know, you just have a little bit of scratch. Yeah. And, you know, as as two fucking assholes as we are, like, the idea of free movie tickets, like, doesn't that appeal that's, to you at all? That's, doesn't doesn't that, that pay for itself? That is half the reason I joined uh, the union. The, yeah, because so I got go to see screenings. I got to see all those screenings for free. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so I, you just... And, and, I think you're right. And, and an usher, not uh, not behind the counter. Like, uh, if yeah. I had been working concession or something like that, no, fuck no. Because that's food service, practically. No, usher, it's like you show up, you walk around, you, you got a sweep. radio. Yeah, you sweep up shit. And Did people ever come to you and be like, you know, Sin City's, like, really dark? Mm-hmm. And you'd be like, yeah, let me let me go fix the projector. <laughs> They're like, no, it's really really dark. dark no i or i would like if they were like it's only in black and white and then you'd be like i could get you red uh i get you yellow yeah but i don't think i can get you any other colors for this movie <laughs> blue i think mm. there's blue sometimes yeah um well the other thing was is that uh you know the, the effectively you all you did was if there was a machine that could take tickets yeah and tell people times like that's all because at one point i had a secret shopper come in Mm-hmm. And um, I think I've told this story. <laughs> you have. They asked what time the movie they asked started. The, they asked what time it was. They asked what time the movie was. And then they walked away. Mm-hmm. And then they came back with a little card that said, give this to your manager. Give an extra 50 bucks in your check. Give because... this to your mom. <laughs> <laughs> Go next time, bring your sister. You yeah. Hump. yeah. 
And, uh, yeah, so that's all they really expected of you and to make sure that the fucking things were swept up. Now, it, now when I'm talking about, like, the Arclight or the Nubev or any of that other stuff, fuck no. Like, I was reading about a cold, like, a cattle call for, like, um, staff at, uh, like, the Arclight. Like, they, they had a big, you know, yeah. hey, you need a job. Come on down to the Arclight. So they brought in, like, you know, it's like 75 people, broke them up into, like, groups of 10, and then they had to, like, role play uh situations <laughs> yeah let me tell you about vietnam <laughs> tell her uh tell this customer that uh the movie starts at 10 but you get off of work at 10 30 <laughs> yeah tell her slowly kid yeah So they had to role play like people saying people would it's come, too loud. People would come up and say it's too it's loud. It's, I don't understand what this is. Uh, the bathrooms are all jammed up. And so you'd have to do it, but you'd have to do it as like, you know, the the customer friendly way. And it's like, oh, yeah. no problem, sir. You know, do right, all that out, buddy. fucking rigmarole bullshit. And that's just for the interview. Yeah. Like that's not even like that's not training. That's just for the interview. The Arclight does have great customer service. I'll give them that. Yeah, but, but like at, you're, what, pay, at you're what paying point, fifteen bucks a ticket. Yeah, at what point does it become like a career? Yes, you know when you're like no. Some of those guys I've seen have been there for a long time. Summer jobs are not careers, right? That like these are just you're working there for three months because you got nothing better to do. Right, might as and, well have some money. And if in because go buy some Boone's Farm with that. <laughs> yes, go go uh, buy like a lotto ticket and a carpet shampooer because you're 18 yeah. you can't buy anything else <laughs> but you want to get the most out of it <laughs> yes uh <laughs> but yeah so bet that's the best summer job yeah not not fucking you're right sandwich you're right maker. you're right mark we're gonna move on to our final topic now that we tied up one-to-one yes mark this is our mystery topic it is we do not we do not know, we what, do this not is. know what this is but mark when i was when at I was, the arc light when i was at the arc light i was watching some trailers I was watching a trailer for, I want to say, was it Gravity? Yeah. Yeah. George Clooney. Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. No Bill Murray. No Bill Murray. What's going to be the better movie? The one with Bill Murray. The one with Bill Murray, right. Always. Bill Murray should play the space station. Mm-hmm. No, you should play the space debris. Like yeah. Just, <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm floating out in space, I guess. All right. I see something off in the distance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, <laughs> and then nobody believes him yeah. that he he floated on by. Uh, so I was I was I watched that trailer, and then I saw a trailer for another movie that looked interesting, starring all of our favorite actors. Name an actor. John Turturro. They're in it. Bill Murray. They're, he's in it. Um, Charlie Chaplin. Y- yes, archive footage. Okay, <laughs> with Charlie Chaplin. Oh. Yes, Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, he's in it. Christopher Walken. He plays the doctor. Yeah. Lloyd Bridges. Yes, he plays the son. Jeff Bridges. No, I'm sorry. Jeff Bridges is not in the movie. Bo Bridges. Yes, he's in there too. But the name, the name of the movie is what really stuck with me. So it's this like, it's just rattling off all this cast. It's saying in a world where podcasts, podcasts are the norm. One steps up above the rest. Okay. And then the title card comes up. You know what that title card said, Mark? What did it say? It said, Best of the Best Presents, colon, the best movie released in the summer that should have been released at another time. Okay. So I feel like that's our third that category. probably was. Uh, the, uh, the trailer was pretty good, though. They, they did that thing where, like, they were, they, you know, it was like two guys like podcasting, yeah. and then they, they, then like they said, they said a line, and then it was like record scratch. Record scratch. Dog looks up. Dog looks up, and then like Christopher Lloyd was playing the producer, and he like had this like shocked reaction. He's wearing the headphones. Sounds good. Wallace Shawn was there. He's like, you guys are too wild and crazy, and he, they get fired. Mm-hmm. They get fired from their mm-hmm. podcast, and then they have to go. It's a cross country trip. To figure out, like, you know, the meaning of, you know, is, is podcasting really all there is to life? Because, like, one guy thinks it is. Turns out, yes. And one guy thinks it isn't. And then they, they have to go on an adventure to figure out, you know, is it is it all it's cracked up to be? 
Okay. So. Because they're on a high. Yes. And they get knocked down to Let's a low. Let's do it. And then the second act. Let's go. Oh. Flip the coin. Uh, God, I just, gotta, I just, I'm trying to. You didn't even call it. It's heads. I have to flip it again. Heads. It's tails. Damn it. Mark, I'm going to receive. You're ready to go. Mark, the best movie to be released in the summer. Should have been released another time. Is 2008's Cinderella Man. Cinderella Man. Cinderella Man. Now you would think that would be a. You think that'd be a a, a uh, Oscar? Yeah. An Oscar bait thing, but no. Released in June of that year. Cinderella Man stars Russell Crowe, Paul Giamatti, Paul Giamatti, Renee Zellweger, Renee Zellweger. It is a uh, s- solid. Um, I'm sorry, 2006. Okay, Cinderella Man. It is a solid boxing film that uh, uh, really, um, I think, really awesome movie. I don't know if you've seen it. I have seen it. It's really good. Yeah, uh, it's uh, finally a movie where the Jews are the bad guys. Directed by, do you know this? Paul Haggis. Ron Howard. Ron Howard. Yeah. Ron Howard released June 3rd, 2005. And uh, this is the reason it's the best film that should that was released in the summer should have been released elsewhere is because it's a biopic. It's like it's straight up and down Oscar bait. Yeah, it's insane to me that they would release it counter programming. Like yes and no, because like the third, it, like the third June third, uh, Cinderella Man, June tenth, yeah. Batman Begins. So, Mister and Mrs. Smith. Yeah, you have effectively like this this huge lineup of movies, these big action blockbusters, and you're trying to counter-program with this really long, involved... Boxing film. Sports boxing biopic. That feels old-timey. Yes. And, like, it's it's good. It has good performances, and Ron Howard always does a fantastic job with his... Um, He's a journeyman director. Yeah, he'll do anything. So I, it, it's crazy to me to think that they wouldn't try and position this in November and December yeah. or even move it back into March and just let it have the month yeah. and then hope when Oscar season does come around, you can promote it and be like, hey, remember when, mm-hmm. you know, because like uh, King's Speech came out in April, I believe, of the year yeah. it, it came out. So it could have the entire month before the summer, the summer rush. And then but it, it's crazy to me that they wouldn't push it back to, you know, September through yeah, December. Yeah. Because it, it, that's effectively what it was. It was like, you, you. it's one of those movies where you see the trailer and you automatically know, all right. When I, we say I coming get, soon. I get it. I, I know get what it. you mean. Uh, please vote for us Oscar yeah. uh, voters. And um, Paul Giamatti did get nominated for Best Supporting Actor that year, I believe. I think it got a couple of nominations. It got nominations, but no Best Picture nomination, no Best Screenplay nomination. Like, there was a lot of, there's a lot of holes that I think if they had pushed it further into the year mm-hmm. might have reminded um Viewers. oscar voters uh that this movie exists yeah because there's a reason that they back end there's a reason that like already pictures get back ended at the at the end of the year because it, once the year closes then oscar nomination season starts yeah and and so studios start jockeying for position to get voters to vote for them so they can get nominated and make more money so, it's crazy. It is crazy. June 3rd, 2005, Cinderella Man. Doesn't make any sense. Should have been released in the winter or in the spring. Yeah. That's my that's my take. Andrew, this is an odd one. Yeah. Batman Returns. Really? Granted, granted it is a Batman movie. Yes. And I think Batman movies have always come out during the summer mm-hmm. and always will come out during the summer. I would hope so, right? That'd but be weird. I feel it'd be, like it'd be weird. It'd be I weird, feel like a Batman movie. James Cameron has kind of shown that it works. That you can release a big spectacle. Titanic, Avatar, and Avatar, and probably the next Avatars. Probably. Like you can own the winter season if you wanted to. But I think it's odd, and I th- I mean everything about everything about Batman Returns is odd. Yes, but I think I can imagine if you can imagine. Instead of stepping out of the summer heat and seeing a movie that takes place during Christmas, you step from the cold into a movie that takes place during a cold time of year. 
You know, like, isn't it odd to anytime you see that it's Christmas in a movie mm-hmm. and it's not Christmas, it just feels odd. So Iron Man 3 felt odd. For a lot of reasons. <laughs> Iron Man 3. So many Iron Men. Did you see it? No. It's, he's, I feel like it was made by a guy who was like, I don't like Iron Man. <laughs> I think Shane Black, I think Shane Black doesn't like Iron Man. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Tony Stark's fine. So I'll just keep him out of the Iron Man suit for the whole movie. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Sure. That's interesting. You right? want to go see Iron Man? Go see fucking Avengers. Yeah. All right. This, you know what? We're, this is Tony Stark. You got Netflix. Watch, <laughs> watch it on. Watch Iron Man 2. Tell me how much you like Iron Man then. Yeah. Fucking assholes. Fucking assholes. So you say Batman. Be, or, I'm sorry. Returns. Batman Returns. Yeah. yeah. It's set during Christmas. Yeah. You're, but you're watching this movie and you're like. Do I have to go to Jamie's July 4th party? Or actually, for me, it was, am I going to the July 4th party with my dad? (laughs) Yeah, Um, probably. Yeah. Because I'm a kid and I have no choice. Yeah. Fucking. My parents are still together, so I don't even know why I'm wondering which (laughs) which July 4th party I'm going to go to. Wherever they go, I will probably have to go. Yeah. Yeah. Mark, um... 1992. Yeah. Batman Returns. Batman Returns. June 19th. Yeah. 1992. Um, interesting choice. Uh, I'm, I don't know. I think there's too many hooks in that movie. Like, I get what you're saying that it's, it's, that it's weird that it's like, because, well, it's like, I, you have the penguin. Like, you kind of have to do the, the snow thing for yes. the penguin. Yes. Yeah. But I feel like with, with, after Batman 1, People are going to follow Batman. Like, they're going to go to Batman. You don't have to bring Batman to them, you know? So, yeah. also with the toy tie-ins, wouldn't you want that to be as close to the holidays as possible? I, I think, also, go ahead. Cinderella Man, you know, could have just as easily been swallowed up in the, uh, like, Paul Giamatti might not have gotten that nomination. Like it could have just as easily been swallowed up in Oscar bait season. But I think it, that it they, makes more sense, though, for it to be in the Oscar season, the Oscar tide, than just to get run out in June yeah, and then immediately drop off the face of the earth when Batman Begins comes out. I saw it. You saw it. I saw it. It's good. I, have, I own a copy of it. It's good. It's a good movie. Yeah. Did you get it from Family Video? I did get it from Family Video. <laughs> Very defensive of that <laughs> purchase. Yes. You spent 75 cents on it. Universal was so adamant about that movie yeah. that they were offering refunds at certain movie theaters. I remember that. They that said, like, if, 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 you you go, like if you don't like this movie, we will give you, I think it was double your money back. Yeah. And I was like, that's ins- that's insane that they were that supportive of that movie. But it's their own fucking fault because... It's it was like eighty million dollar budget. Yeah. It did hundred million dollars, which ain't Domestically? great. Yeah, that's fine, but not not fantastic. No, not for the summer. But again, why wouldn't you push that out into into November and then ride the wave of? Because then when it gets nominated, then you get that resurgence. You yeah. get that bump again, right? After it wins the Oscar or it's up for Best Picture or whatever. Final arguments. Batman Returns has too many hooks in it to be pushed to somewhere other than the summer. You talk about the toy tie-ins. Yeah. Like, I feel like that movie, even though it's a weird movie and, like, Tim Burton does some weird things with that film. It's very weird. It's, it is, like, straight up and down summer blockbuster fair. Yeah. And so... It's a superhero movie. It's an action movie. In, it's a sequel. Um, James Cameron could get away with it by pushing it to December, but like Avatar didn't have a lot of those kind of corporate sponsorships tied to it. Neither did Titanic, right? I mean, they were big. I mean, they were big investments by the studios. But I'm talking like there was no Navi McDonald's toy. There was no Pepsi tie-in. I'm sure, there was. To Titanic or to Avatar? Probably not to Titanic, but to Avatar. I'm sure there were all kinds of toy tie-ins. I, I'm saying like I'm talking about Mattel. I'm not talking about McDonald's. Was there was there Avatar toys? Of course there was. I guess I didn't see any. I don't know. Toys have changed so much. 
Because, like, when you see something like Batman Returns, like, you know you're just going to get bombarded with all sorts of, like, little tiny fucking tchotchke well, we plastic use, toys in, yes. your, in your McDonald's Happy Meal. I remember the one that was uh, with Batman Returns specifically because it was, like, a duck. Yeah. They had the penguin in I it. I had that. And you would, like, roll it, and it had little, um, like, a spiral Spikes. on the wheels. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I had that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I feel like there's, t- and, like, I'm confident there was a Pepsi tie-in with Batman Returns. Yes. And I'm confident there was like a Doritos tie. Like there's all these tie-ins that that speak to the summer blockbuster. The same thing with Iron Man now yes. or Batman Elysium. Returns. <laughs> um you know you know Avengers like whatever the big huge movie of that year was is going to have all those tie-ins and it kind of has to be the summer. It can't be Christmas. I think it can. I think you can break out, and I think you can own I think there's too, the holidays. There's too much. There's too much money for too many people. Is that what you're telling me? Well, the the reason that summer blockbusters happen is because people in the summer have time on their hands and disposable income. Yes. Once you move it to Christmas, though, you don't get as much because people do have time on their hands, but they're doing stuff. They're they, buying presents. Yeah, that's a good point. And, and it's like that's why I like Oscar bait because it, it Oscar season happens because it's so close to the nominations. Yeah, but I feel like a lot of the other time, you know, it's like that's why that's where it is. But you don't see those bigger movies. James Cameron does it because I feel like he can get away with it because it it positions itself as an Oscar movie, but just happens to be a, a big blockbuster. Yeah, his movies are all. I mean, Titanic and Titanic won the Oscar. Titanic was scheduled for the summer, as was Avatar. Avatar, but they but they, get moved, they, they moved it because they wanted to position it as Oscar bait. Yeah, but when you watch it, you're like, "This is a big fucking action movie, and it's bad." This is essentially True Lies. True Lies was good. True Lies is a great movie. Don't, don't I saw that on. Please don't don't think this is sarcasm. I really like True Lies. No, how could you not? It's he, a good movie. He rides the horse into the elevator. It's what ele- what hotel he, is that? It's uh, is that the Millennium or is it the Biltmore? No, it's I I think it's a it's a DC Marriott I think, but no, it's he, a, it's in it's a Los Angeles uh, hotel. I don't oh, the lo- in the movie it takes place in DC, right? But that's a that's a lo- Los Angeles hotel. I don't yeah. remember what it is. He, the guy makes the jump mm-hmm. on the motorcycle, and then he goes to make the jump on the horse, and the horse stops. Yeah, and he and like, then he yells at the horse. He yells at the horse, and, and then he goes, he got he got away. You let him get away. And then and he, the horse like looks away, all sad. Dra- he. Uh, Grabs Jamie Lee Curtis from the limo, mm-hmm. from the helicopter. And he says, and you're fired. He says, you're fired. Fires that fucking guy into a building. Blows up a helicopter on, on the, the other, other side. side, Mark. Andrew. Tom Arnold is a great sidekick. Nobody's going to forget Batman Returns. For a lot of people, Batman Returns is their favorite Batman movie for a certain group of people. Mm, but right. Cinderella Man, I feel like it needs a champion. And I think that champion is best of the best. Yeah. So I got to give it up. Yes. I think Cinderella Man yes. should have come out in a different time of year. Might have done better. Might have gotten a little more pedigree. Might not have been forgotten. That's, that's the issue is like um, I think it would have been it would have benefited from getting nominated for Best Picture yeah. that year. I don't know what was nominated for that year, but. 2005? Yeah. I mean, it, it seems like whatever it was probably wasn't that good. You know what I'm saying? Crash. It, did Crash, Crash came out in May that year, which is weird too. That uh, um, how uh, how that works. That uh, Crash was released nowhere near, um, nowhere near Oscar season, but yet still won the Best Picture that year. Apparently, Paul Haggis also didn't like the cut of the movie that came out. Mm-hmm. And he was really upset, and he didn't want it to go out, but the studio pushed it forward. And people like people love it because it's it's so it's preachy. so preachy, it's and it's so like so preachy. And it's like racism is bad, and everybody can get behind that, and everybody can watch that movie and be like, "I'm a good person." Here's here's your best picture r- releases for that year. Crash won the uh, Oscar that year. Yeah. Brokeback Mountain, Angley, uh, Capote, yeah, Good Night and Good Luck. Clooney in Munich Spielberg Munich was fun so (laughs) it wasn't fun it was fine so I I just feel like Cinderella Man could have could have fit in there could have knocked out one of those 
probably crash maybe Capote. easily crash crash isn't good uh so if it had been positioned better i think it would have been you know and it's not like it's, a lot of those movies probably aren't re- fondly remembered either i mean i haven't heard anyone talk about capote in a while but um was that philip seymour hoffman as well no that's um no capote was in yeah philip seymour hoffman yeah. was nominated for best actor but paul giamatti was nominated for best supporting actor for cinderella Mark, that's going to do it for this episode of Best of the Best. If you'd like to comment, you can easily do that by going to our website, theflickeringbox.wordpress.com, or you can subscribe to us on iTunes. And um, if you'd like to comment, botbpodcast at gmail.com. But listen to past episodes. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Subscribe to us on Stitcher. 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 Which allows you to stream episodes directly to your smartphone. All that information and more at theflickeringbox.wordpress.com. Mark, anything else? That's it. 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 That is it. <laughs>